Hello, word nerds. Welcome to the dictionary. Today is March 23rd, and I will talk about the holidays at the end. The first word is cat suit. It is all one word. Yeah, it's like the, the a suit made out of cats. No, that's bad. A cat, a suit that has, that looks like that has a bunch of cat faces on it. It looks like cat skin, a cat fur. I don't know. Well, maybe we should just read it and not make up things. Noun from 1960. A close-fitting one-piece garment that covers the torso and the legs and sometimes the arms. It's a cat suit. Okay. Interesting. Uh, next we have... Now, I could have sworn I came across this or something like it, and I'm not entirely sure where, but we're going to read this one. It is catsup. C-A-T-S-U-P. It is a variation of ketchup with a K. Um, and I, this, I, I think I said this before because, uh, I, I had this whole thing about Monty Burns from the Simpsons came saying, ketchup, catsup, ketchup, catsup, but, but we weren't there. So why did I say that? What word were we on where I said that or thought of that? I don't know. Moving on to cattail. One word. There's uh, two T's in there. One for the cat and one for the tail. This is a noun from 1548, any of a genus of tall, reedy marsh plants with brown, furry, fruiting spikes, especially a plant with long, flat leaves used especially for making mats and chair seats. The genus name is Typha or Typha with a Y, T-Y-P-H-A. It is of the family Typhaceae. That is the cattail family. And the scientific name uh, of this this uh, second plant that they talk about, uh, Typha latifolia. You've probably seen these cattails. Uh, yeah, they just look like this sort of weird cylindrical brown thing at the end of a plant sticking up usually by the water. I don't know. I guess they use them for stuff. Next is cattery. C-A-T-T-E-R-Y. Noun from circa 1843. An establishment for the breeding and boarding of cats. Hmm. Okay. Next we have cattle. We're going to have a lot of cattle words. This is a noun from the 14th century. One, domesticated quadrupeds held as property or raised for use. Specifically, bovine animals on a farm or ranch. Just a bunch of cows. Number two, human beings, especially en masse. And en masse is E-N, next word M-A-S-S-E, en masse. That's a whole bunch of humans probably, you know, walking down the busy streets in Chicago or New York, going to work, whole bunch of them. We are just following, you know, what they say. We're sheep, we're cattle. That is us. Uh, let's see, this is from the Middle English, cattel, from Anglo-French, catil or Châtel, which means personal property. Interesting. Uh, from the, the Latin the capitalis, which is of the head, and there's more at the word capital. So, yeah, it became, uh, it started off as a word that was all about property, and they're like, hey, these cows are my property, so I'm going to call them cattle. Uh, but are they? Are they really? Next, we have cattle call. Two words, noun from 1952. A mass audition as of actors. Who is going to this audition? It is a whole bunch of actors. 
They just need a lot of them to find out who they want to keep. Next is Cattle Egret. Two words, noun from circa 1899. A small old world white egret, who I almost messed that up. A small old world white egret introduced into the new world and having a yellow bill and in the breeding season, buff on the crown, breast, and back. So does that mean that they have no feathers on the crown, breast, or back during breeding season? Why would that happen? This scientific name is Bubulcus ibis. Bubulcus. That's a fun word. Next we have cattle grub, noun from 1926. Either of two warble flies, especially in the larval stage. And then it says A, the synonym is the common cattle grub, and B, a related warble fly. So the genus name is Hypoderma. Uh, Those are the two flies. Those are the genus that they are part of. And then the the B, the related warble fly, the scientific name is Hypoderma bovis. Uh, Yeah, okay, that's very helpful. Next is cattle guard, two words, noun from 1843. I would love to see a picture of a cow in a guard's uniform. A shallow ditch with rails or bars laid across that are sp- laid across that are spread far enough apart to prevent livestock from crossing, but not people or vehicles. It is a guard that is put up to stop cows from go in places that the humans don't want them to go, but they're just living their lives. They just want to go to the places that have the food. Next is cattleman, all one word, noun from 1864, one who tends or raises cattle. Next is cattle prod, two words, not a fan of this, noun from 1970, a handheld prodding device that delivers an electric shock, as in controlling cattle. They want them to go a places. They want them to go a places. They want them to go to places. And the only way that they feel like is that they can do is they, they poke them with an electric shock. Well, that's not very nice. There's probably other ways. Next is cattle tick. Two words, noun from 1869. Either of two exotic ticks that infest cattle and transmit the protozoan which causes Texas fever. The scientific name uh, names, there's two of them, they are Buophilus analatus and Buophilus microplus. Microplus, I don't know, something like that. Buophilus is B-O-O-P-H-I-L-U-S. So it looks like Buophilus, but I think it's uh, Buophilus. I think that's how they probably say it. Next is, let's see, how do you say this one? Catlia or Catlea. It is cattle, and then Y-A at the end, all one word. We'll say Catlia. It is a noun from 1828. Any of a genus of tropical American epiphytic orchids with showy hooded flowers. Any of a genus, cat, Catlia, of tropical American epiphytic orchids with showy hooded flowers. And then, yeah, cattle Catlia is also the genus. This is from William... Catley, I'm going to assume that's how it's pronounced, uh, who was a patron of botany um, in England and died in 1832. Uh, and so uh, they named this after this guy, and they added an A to the end of his last name. 
which was C-A-T-T-L-E-Y. I don't know why I paused there. Next, we have the word caddy, C-A-T-T-Y, first form, noun from 1598, any of various units of weight of China and Southeast Asia varying around one and one-third pounds, which is about 600 grams. Also, a standard Chinese unit equal to 1.1023 pounds, which is 500 grams. So, you know, it's around there, between 500 and 600 grams. Uh, Let's see, this is from the Malay word kati, uh, K-A-T-I. Okay, now, so that was the first form of kati or kati. This is the second form. It is an adjective from 1886. One, resembling a cat, especially slyly spiteful. Synonym is malicious, as in made several catty comments. Number two, of or relating to a cat. Cattily is an adverb and cattiness is a noun. My cats aren't usually super catty, but, you know, sometimes they can be. Ooh, there was a knocking. Where did the knocking come from? I don't know what is the deal, but my downstairs neighbors, there's knocking all the time. There's pounding. No matter who lives there, there's always some sort of pounding that's happening. I don't understand it. Okay, next we have caddy corner. Caddy hyphen corner or caddy cornered with an ED. This is a variation of kitty corner. And again, I think we had something like this not that long ago. Where was it? I don't remember. But anyway, we'll get to kitty corner later. Uh, Next we have... C-A-T-V, all caps, abbreviation for 1, cable television, 2, community antenna television. It is television that is made by the community, and they send it out on an antenna, I guess. Next, we have catwalk, one word, noun from 1845, a narrow walkway, walkway, as along a bridge. And our last word... Uh, this is a, it's a tricky one. Um, there's, um, there's a lot of talk about this, and I don't know enough about it, and I don't think it's going to be talked about here, but, uh, you know, we'll, um, we'll just talk about it, and we'll say what we know, which is not a lot. It is the word Caucasian, capital C-A-U-C-A-S-I-A-N. Uh, Caucasian, 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 whatever. Adjective from 1658, one of or relating to the Caucasus or its inhabitants. Two, of constituting or characteristic of a race of humankind native to Europe, North Africa, and Southwest Asia, and classified according to physical features, used especially in referring to persons of European descent having usually light skin pigmentation. Uh, Caucasian is also a noun, and I have never heard of this, Caucasoid. Caucasoid is an adjective or a noun. I really, really wish that I could say more about why this is a troublesome word. Um, it's, uh, oh man, I, I listened to a podcast about it. If I can find it, I will put it in the show notes so you can go check it out as well and learn more about it. I'll just go do some research. Um, maybe I'll try and post a couple links too. Uh, but I, I've heard that it is um, racist, just like other words are racist. This one is racist as, racist as well. So I've tried to be conscious of that. 
uh, ever since I learned that, but I really don't have the information in my brain to speak about it. Um, and so, you know, I, I guess technically, um, identify as a Caucasian because I am mostly European descent and I have, you know, white skin. Um, but, uh, yeah, I think the original use of this word, uh, was not so nice. So, you know, we all need to learn more and be better. So let's see, we had cat suit. Maybe I have to figure out what this this is. Is it for men? Is it for women? Does it matter? Why why is it called a cat suit? Um then we had cats up, cattail, cattery, cattle, cattle call, cattle egret, cattle grub, cattle guard, cattle man, cattle prod, cattle tick, catilia, catty, catty corner, CATV, catwalk, and Caucasian. Oh boy, what do I want to pick? Uh, well, maybe just because it's fun, I'm going to pick cats up as the word of the episode. Do people say cats up or do they still pronounce that one ketchup? I don't know. If you say cats up, if you prefer that, if you buy ketchup that is spelled cats up, I don't know, just let me know if you want. Uh, that means I have to sing a thing about cats up? Audrey, what should I sing? Oh, she's just laying down for a little cat nap. Cats up is a thing that's made out of tomatoes, but it's also ketchup. It's also ketchup. It is all so ketchup. Uh, let us talk about some holidays real quick. It is National AG Day. I had to look that up. That is uh, has to do with agricultural agriculture. It is National Puppy Day. Those are both in the U.S. Puppy Day. Maybe we should go get a puppy. It is the 5th, 35th, what did I try and say there? It is the 35th day of Lent. It is World Meteorological Day. It is Nordic Day in Finland and Sweden. It is Ocean Day in Bolivia. It is, what else is it? It is Day of Hungary and Polish Friendship, and that is in Hungary and Poland. So they are celebrating their friendship, which I think is great. They're, they're best friends. Hungary and Poland are BFF. Uh, it is Day of the Sea in Bolivia as well. Oh, what else? In Azerbaijan, it is the Ministry of Environment and Natural Resources Day. In Pakistan, it is Pakistan Day. That's like in America having America Day, but I don't think we have that other than like Independence Day. Uh, do we have American Day? I don't think we do. In Ahmadiyya, Ahmed, Ahmadiyya it is Promised Messiah Day. And our fun, we actually have two fun holidays today. Uh, well, I already said it was Puppy Day. That's one of them. And then the other one is Near Miss Day. Near Miss? Annual reminder of the day in 1989 when an asteroid nearly collided with the Earth. Oh, thank thank everybody that that didn't happen. Uh, so that is all I got to say for you today. Thank you very much for listening. And until next time, this is Spencer Dispensing Information. Goodbye.